Brandy, give us a beat and we will rock. We always say we get the people what they want Fridays when we really, really deliver on that promise with all voicemail Friday called 9580 Jalen. Leave us a voicemail. We'll put you on the show. However, very quickly, the first voicemail is a tweet from Adrian Wojnarowski. He says the following with Mac 10 Many men. The Lakers are planning to bring Russell Westbrook off the bench in the final preseason game versus the Kings tonight. Darvin Ham and Westbrook have been exploring the possibility of Westbrook quarterbacking second unit until they try it tonight, and they'll try it tonight. There's a hope that Westbrook can play freer and faster with the ball in his hands in second unit, have to worry less about fitting away from the ball in the starting group. It is certainly an idea they'll continue to discuss with the start of the regular season next week. This is like the, Red, the, the Washington football team changing their name, or the Cleveland baseball team changing their name. This is where we're going to end up, everybody. He's either going to get traded or be coming off the, coming off the bench. So, like, let, if we're going to end up here, why not start here? Why not? I need my flowers on this, co-host. You just ignore what I've been telling you and the world for over a year. That Russell Westbrook is gonna come off the bench for the Lakers, and that's gonna be the best opportunity for them to maximize him being ball dominant. Yep. And when I was saying it last season, people took it as a diss. It's not a diss. And let me tell you one mental experiment that's going to happen. He's from Cali. When he gets off the bench to come in the game, they're now going to cheer him. With the starting unit, and LeBron has the ball, and AD needs the ball. Patrick Beverly, they added him in the backcourt. Dennis Schroeder, they added him in the backcourt. It became obvious that Russell would be spotting up. And in the previous preseason game, they swung the ball to him twice on the right side in front of the team's bench. He stepped out of bounds on two separate occasions. Now, if you ain't going to join the huddle, whether it's 13 or 14 people in the huddle, and you ain't going to join the huddle with your other four teammates. You can't be doing stuff like stepping out of bounds more than yep. one time. That ain't a good look. And there are going to be a lot of people who look at this as a demotion. For me, this is a reinvention opportunity. See, what, what people and young people have to understand is... You can't throw this, you you can't be, it's only one Mariano Rivera. Well, you can have one pitch, that's a cutter. You can be an all-time great, a legend, and a champion. He's the only person to be able to do that. All of the rest of us got to continue to reinvent themselves. Carmelo Anthony was out of the league because he sat at the podium at OKC and laughed at the fact that they was going to bring him off the bench. That got him out of the league. It wasn't because he couldn't play. It's because at that moment, he wasn't ready to reinvent himself as a role player. That's what Russ now has to do. And bringing him off the bench forces that to take place. The value of his trade ain't going to change. Everybody that's going to acquire him knows what they're getting and what they're not getting. This is for the Lakers to maximize their team. 
And I just got three words. I told, is that four? I told you so. <laughs> Jalen has been saying this since about halfway through last season. This is where it's going to end up. And this is where it's going to end up. And this is what's best for the team. And Russell Westbrook is best with the ball in his hands. When they had Russell Westbrook, eventually when they added him, I thought it would be good because you know that LeBron James is not going to play 82 games. So there are those games where you could sort of like put Russell in that LeBron role, which no one can play, but he can facsimilate at a lesser degree, which he will now be doing for the second unit. And when LeBron isn't playing, he can do it there. This is this is smart. I think Darvin Ham has step, stepped into a, a difficult job, but it's somewhat something that he is ready for. I'm ready for our first voicemail on Voicemail Only Fridays. 985-80-Jalen. You can leave us a voicemail. We'll put it on the show just like this one. Hey, what's going on, Uncle Jalen? Uncle Jacoby, this is Kay calling from Atlanta, Georgia. I got a don't get fired topic of the day. I know y'all are big time now, so we're going to have to say this one for the pod. But why is there such a disparity when black athletes fight, but not when white athletes do? Personally, I think we know the answer, but I think the media has a lot to blame with it. In hockey, you can fight predominantly white sport, baseball, the exact same. Hell, they're even doing it in NASCAR now. But Draymond punched his teeny bopper teammate who pushed him, and we all making it like nobody would do the same. Give the people what they want. Please shed some light on this. Take us behind the curtain, Uncle Jalen. I, I, and, and Uncle Jacoby, I know you be getting wild in them rec league games. So give us give the people what they want. Peace. Keep getting them checked. Shout out, Rich. Shout out to you, Jay from Atlanta. Now, this is, this is just like catnip for Jalen Rose because he says this every time there's a fight. And both you and Jay made the same mistake. They allow you to fight in hockey. You're not allowed to fight in baseball. You get suspended for fighting in baseball. They, they, they're, they're judicious about that. But in hockey, you're allowed to fight. You can do straight up fight. No big deal. Don't feel attacked, Jacoby. It's not about being attacked. It's about getting the facts. Not about being attacked. It's about getting the facts. Your caucasity is not being attacked. <laughs> you can relax. It's okay. You're, you're, you're defensive. Put your shoulders down. It's okay. Very comfortable. You and I both know that you're allowed to fight in baseball when Alex Rodriguez, Alex Rodriguez is throwing down a 68-year-old man. What are you talking about? That was not Alex Rodriguez. That was Pedro Martinez. Or whoever it was. <laughs> uh-huh. When you have bench-clearing bras for decades... That's a part of their sport. Rushing, <laughs> rushing the mound is a part of the fabric in their sport. And yes, they do get a slap on the wrist. $50 fine for throwing at somebody's head. So it is welcomed in baseball. You're dead wrong. It is welcome in hockey and celebrated. And he paraphrased what he heard me say without shouting me. That's why I made sure when I paraphrase people, I shout them. Because I realized I don't like that. You know where you heard that from. You heard that from me. And you just see me post it recently on social media. And he called into the show and, and replagiarized your take right. and asked you a question to comment Literally. on it. I had boss move. I'm going boss move. He knows he's getting on the show. I, I was thinking while he was talking, I was like, why the producers even pick this one? Jalen <laughs> says this every two months on the show. And then dude called in being like, Jalen, I have a question. Um, how do you feel about lobster? <laughs> Jalen, I have a question. Uh, 
Do you think that you're an uh, influencer trendsetter in sports media? <laughs> Absolutely, it's because the I, I've been clearly black all my life. What? And also, I'm above average size. I'm considered a large black guy. And in this society, if you look at multimedia and who designates what we digest and what we hear and what we consume, the vast majority of that consumption comes from people and that distribu distribution comes from people 98% that look like you, not me, the, who own the multimedia companies. And so what ends up happening is the angry black man or the angry black woman or us just showing emotion or feelings. Like Tom Brady could be on the sideline and he can throw down his iPad and it's not a big deal because we understand that it's within the game. But I hope Lamar Jackson never does that. Oh, I hope Lamar Jackson never does that. It's gonna be viewed way different. And it carries in sports. And he is right by plagiarizing what I said. It's taboo in basketball and football for the reasons I've said for 30 years. So thank you for the call. I feel like the next voicemail is going to be like, Jacoby, tell me what's going on with your rec league. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen to the next voicemail on Voicemail Only Fridays. Yo, Jalen and Jacoby. This is Peter calling from Los Angeles, California. Shout out Red because I got to get on the pod. I got a question for my aunt that I know you two have an answer for. So, my girlfriend and I have been dating for a year to celebrate our one-year anniversary. We love power couples, right? But the thing is, I'm paying a lot. I'm paying for her pretty much every single time. And, you know, as a single guy, I was maxing out the Roth every year. I was on top of the car payments. I was doing my thing. And it's not so much I'm not doing it now, but it's definitely hindered a bit, right? And basically, I'm just scared to speak up to tell her I can't keep doing this, right? And... The thing is, I brought it up once. I was like, hey, maybe we can make coffee at home. But in my head, I'm like, I want to go get that iced coffee. I can afford that. I just can't keep affording getting both of our iced coffees and then a dinner and X, Y, Z. How can I tell her respectfully, essentially, like, we've got to split this, right? Like, I can do this on nice events and everything, but it doesn't need to be an everyday occasion, right? Because now it's starting to spill over by me not communicating. The other day, she asked me to... Why don't I open the car door for her in my head? I immediately jump to, oh, because I don't already pay for everything, right? I didn't say that, but that's what my attitude was. Um, yeah, just need some help communicating with the with Shorty, you know what I mean? So appreciate the help as always. I listen to you guys every day. Keep getting them checks. Y'all set me straight yeah. every day, get the vibes right. So I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Peter, you came to the right place. I got all the answers. There's a few levels. There's a few things that really stuck out to me in the way you were speaking, right? One thing that stuck out to me is the one-year anniversary. You're past the honeymoon phase. So when it comes to paying for things, you need to start establishing boundaries and habits that can continue in perpetuity. You're, you're not you're not just trying to impress each other anymore. Now you're truly a unit together. You've been together for a year. So you do need to sort of speak up about this. Question I have for you is, what is her income like? Because I remember in my relationship with my wife, I used to make a lot more than her. She was in college when we started to get together. I paid for everything. And then she started making a little money. I still paid for everything. And then she made as much as I did. I still paid for most things. But then what happened was when she made more than me, we were still chopping at 50-50. I still bring it up to this day where I'm like, well, when I was making more than you, I was paying like more. But when you make more than me, we're still going 50-50. But that's not about you, Peter. This is about you. One thing that you really, really mentioned that really stuck out to me was when you talked about the car door. Because you're holding resentment. You're holding anger and opinions inside and eating them. She just wants you to open the door and all of a sudden your head goes to, well, I pay for everything. Those two things are unrelated, which means that inside of you, you're harboring resentment towards her, which is, which is a, a, it, it's a, it's a virus that can spread through your body and take over your relationship in a negative way. So I think you definitely need to, to, to speak with her about this to make sure that you guys aren't harboring ill will towards each other that is an undercurrent in the unspoken thing between you guys in the relationship. Jalen Rose, your thoughts about Peter's situation. So, Peter, the one thing about being in a relationship, it's a partnership. It's a kinship. It's a friendship. And as Jacoby said, you can't take the turnover you made in the first quarter or the shot you made in the first quarter and think that you're gonna have a good second quarter. You gotta do it mm. all over again. And good point. as a man, society, whether we like it or not, puts certain responsibilities on our heavy shoulders because society believes that we're strong enough to take it. And one of the things I learned really fast when I started making money is Men have a sense of pride that they won't really ask women for money. But men will definitely ask other men for money without hesitation. <laughs> Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, of course. So men, they got pride. They got so much pride. And any man that's listening to me right now, Men are ask another dude for money, but he won't do that to a woman. Not in his most woman, cases. Not his partner, his spouse, his, his, his girlfriend. And to take it a step further, especially the one he's in a relationship with. Because that's, that's, that's just the pride that men have. And it could be Real pride, it can be foolish pride, it can be whatever you call it, but it is what it is. Absolutely. Peter, like... If, and if I got to say one other thing, Jacoby. Go ahead, Mr. Rose. No matter what profession it is, men make more money than women. And it, those numbers were uncovered decades ago, and still, it still remains true to this day, which is absolutely absurd. Women, y'all deserve so much more than you get. 
you know, just want you to know. So you deserve so much more than you get. You've been mistreated by society for for as long as 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 long as we discovered fire. So as long as you get to roll over and kiss her face and hold her hand and call her your boo, that cost. <laughs> There's a price associated with that. That cost. Nothing in life is free. Every step we all take is insured. Every step you take. Your home, insured. Car, insured. Business, insured. Teeth, insured. Jewelry, art, life, insured. Insured, insured. Every step we take. And one more thing, Peter, before we get to our last caller. You gotta get the iced coffee by yourself. You know what I mean? You worry about getting iced coffee for her, getting iced coffee for you. You just wait until you and her have parted ways for the day, and then you get your iced coffee. You don't have to get her one. Come on, Peter. You should know that by now. We got Correct. time for one more voicemail, and it's voicemail exclusive Friday. Let's hear it. Jalen, the king of the 313. Jacoby, master of the 413. This is Mr. 314 calling. Listen, I need some parental advice, but first, shout out Red to Ledge. When are they going to have a statue outside LAPC for Reg the Ledge? That's what they need, a statue ceremony. Shout out, Tuts. Shout out, Cannon. Hey, listen, I need some parental advice, some child-rearing advice. I have one child. He's the greatest of all children. Number one guy, 14 years old, 14. Good boy. Doing well in school, loves to play that basketball. The other day, he's out with his buddy. They're shopping for stuff, you know, some sweats, some T-shirts. Who knows what you get when you're 14? He calls me and says, Dad. Yeah, son. Hey, listen, do you think it'd be okay if I spent my own money on some cologne? Hmm, cologne. How much is it, son? Well, it's $95 for a whole big bunch of it. Oh, cheap cologne. I say, okay, but let me give you a tip, bud. Number one, don't use too much of it because you don't want to be one of those guys that everybody knows is wearing cologne. You just want people who are close to you to understand that you're wearing cologne. Second tip, you don't need to use it every day. You don't need it for school or like a workout. Or if you're just walking down the street, you know, special occasions. Make it last. Okay, Dad. So he bought it. I walked into that apartment. And my eyes burned as if the police had shot tear gas. Tear gas. By Versace. Into the apartment. I mean, he wears so much. Every morning, there's a blinding haze of perfume, of cologne. So my question for you, gents, you two expert parents, two of the best guys I know, do I intervene and say, son, you really got to cool it with this stuff? Or do I let him live life and wait until somebody else says, dude, how much cologne are you wearing? And let him suffer those consequences and learn it on his own. Anyway, thanks for what you do, guys. Best show ever. Best show ever. Best show on ESPN. You're the best. Keep getting them checks. Keep giving the people what they want. And I will uh, talk to you later. First of all, big shout out to this dad. You know what I mean? His dad of a 14-year-old son loves to play basketball. So I'm going to answer your question directly. Uh, don't flatter yourself, my guy, because you telling him that he wears too much cologne is has a small impact on his cologne application. But his friends and girls in his class, those are going to be the people that really change his habits. So you might just want to sit this one out because if he, if you say, hey, son, you're wearing too much cologne, he just laughs you off. He's like, whatever, dad, you don't know what you're talking about. But when he gets to school and people start asking about it and noticing about it, 
that is when he's going to start wearing less. It's going to happen inevitably. Whether or not you have an active role in that happening, I suggest no, but it's going to happen one way or the other. Thank you for the call. Appreciate the love. And there's so many things I love about this program. And here's a topic that you only get a chance to talk about here. Hold on. Breaking news, Jalen Rose. That caller is an important person in the history of Jalen and Jacoby. That 14-year-old boy that is his son that got the cologne is someone that you have played basketball with. Really? Yes. Wow. That was none other than William Bill Wolf calling in about his son Isaiah. Nephew! (laughs) What up, Wolf? You got to say a name, Bill. That's why he said the 314. I was curious that he knew I was from the 413. He knew too much. His calls come from inside the house. But but the numbers made sense. I'm from the 313. You're from the 413. And he said he's from the... 314. It totally makes sense. I can't wait to spend time with y'all when I get to the East Coast. And I need to hoop with nephew and get in the gym. So here's what I'll say. Hygiene. When young people start to care about it, allow them to. Yeah, good point. You'd rather air this way than air the other way. You know what I mean? Good point. Allow them to. And also, the reason why my nephew was asking for a cologne, dad, is because he want to smell good for the ladies. You don't want to smell good for your homeboys. Then when you start getting the cologne, there's a, there's a target audience for that. And it, it, ain't, it ain't Gary and Jamal. And let me tell you some high school, elementary school, middle school hygiene. You're running a lot. You're playing a lot. You're inside. <clears throat> you're outside. And you know what you're doing at that age? You're putting on cologne during the day because you're not taking multiple showers. No, you're not. You learn about deodorant real quick. <laughs> Usually someone else got to tell you about deodorant. Someone else had to tell me. It was my substitute teacher was like, bro, he's like, you're getting I, and, older and, now. And I have to say this out loud. There are human beings that woke up today, that left out of the house, that didn't take a shower. Oh, yeah, my people. They did take a shower. Those are, that's my people. <laughs> you got to talk to your people. <laughs> part, part of our culture. <laughs> Where does that come from? I guess, I guess, I, don't know. I, guess, I guess with our background and how we were brought to this country, we appreciate having the freedom to shower every day in hot water when, when it's available. Absolutely. Well, I want to give a big shout to Bill Wolf. We no miss doubt. You. We love you very much. Look forward to no seeing question. you soon. Big shout to Isaiah. His name's Isaiah, right? I got that right. I thought it starts with an I. Almost positive. Big shout to Isaiah. Isaac. Isaac. Damn it. Damn it. Big shout to Isaac. Big shout to Isaac Wolf. Shout Billy Isaac. Wolf. And by the, the way, Wolf let family. me just say this about Isaac. And I, he clearly got it from his dad. You know, I appreciate this. Great hair. Great hair. Great hair. Great hair. Isaac's a great hang. Love that kid. Love that kid. Love when he come by the office. We will be back on Monday, breaking down all the games from the weekend. Who the Lions play this weekend, bro? Let me see this. Let me look that up real quick. Who the Lions? No, we one and three. I don't know. 
I, you know what I'm not doing? I'm not, I'm not betting on the Lions this weekend. I lost too much money on the <laughs> Lions. <laughs> the Lions are playing nobody. Bye week. Cowboys next weekend. Y'all yeah, we win. need Can't a week lose. off. Can't I need a week of recovery. Lose. Yo, somehow they're somehow they're still minus two on the bye week. I don't know how that <laughs> happened, but they are. <laughs> we'll be back on Monday. Why is that, Jalen? Anthony, like KRS One told D Nice to T R A O Eight. We're not done. We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the people.